Hey, yo, 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 you know, it's Buck from Buckle Up and Chill. You know, I got a shout out to my homies at Brilliant Unique Minds. That's Kaz, that's Brady, that's DK, that's Mitch. They got some good clothing. They got some good content as well. They got, they're very inspirational and seriously had to shout them out. And seriously, straight up to y'all. Make sure you follow them on social media at Brilliant Unique Minds. And don't forget that. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode. Buckle up and chill. Hope you can't believe it's all like that. I can pass it over to you. Another Sunday, another Lions loss. This episode's brought to you by Brilliant Unique Minds. Their product will not disappoint like the Lions. No, it will not. And do not forget to follow them on Instagram at Brilliant Unique Minds. And I know you will not forget to follow us at Buck and Chill on Instagram and Twitter. And do not forget to subscribe on Apple Pod, SoundCloud. And yes, we are on Google Play now. Buckle up and chill. Don't forget it. And uh, let's get it going, baby. Hey, you were, uh, you were at the Lions game today. How was that disappointment again? You, well, no, you were at the Rams game. I was going to say, and I'm actually happy. I was rooting for the Rams the whole time. There are actually some fans near me who were getting a little annoyed with me because Todd Gurley run for 32 yards and I'd be cheering because I'm realistic. And you want to know what's one thing that really struck me when I was sitting at the game? And you're just sitting, I'm looking at all these people, like 60,000 fans, 65,000 fans, whatever. And I'm like, I see all these grown-ass men, like grandpas, fathers, like husbands, and I'm just like, you are painting your face and like spending all this money and all this. I only went because it's free. And it was against the Rams. They play a shit team. I wasn't going. And I'm just like, that's so sad. And I just look at that Lions team that performs and say, you don't deserve these fans. You don't deserve them. They spend, they spend paychecks for one afternoon on your sorry-ass team. There are grown men, Sean, with their face paint, with their 10-year-old sons. Losers! I'm like, oh my god. Oh yeah, they have nothing better to do. I, I turned on the news at like 9 a.m. These guys were down there face painted, like you said, already pre-gaming. They were interviewing a guy that's made 200 straight Lions games what a that's loser. from the UP. Loser. loser. That is insane. Absolute loser. Like that, that drive eight times a year. That is a loser within life. like a three, four, five month span. I don't care. I don't, I don't care if I could walk across the street. I'm not going to eight home Lions games per year. Oh my God, I that's exactly care. what the interviewer said. He said, I, I don't do, know if I'd do that if I lived across the street from the stadium. I do not care. And Duh. yeah, they honored the, that guy. I guess that was one. They did so many veteran shit. Yeah, so someone got Super Bowl 53 tickets, which is cool because you know Lions won't be there. But, oh. season but uh, on the Rams note, girly season high with 132, which I thought was a little low, but that was the season high in rushes. He's Crazy. just very consistent. Yeah, very consistent. Over 100 like every game. Another two touchdowns. What did you think when he uh, turned at the one? What a move. Idiot. You thought, but he, I mean, in, okay. the, in hindsight, it worked out because he wasted all of our timeouts and the two-minute warning. Yeah. But that's hindsight. In hindsight, it did. Okay, Sean, what if the next play they fumble the snaps? You're up by one touchdown. Way. You're up by one touchdown, okay? He gets in the end zone there. You're up by two touchdowns. That basically seals the game right there. I guarantee you Sean McVay heart scolded him very hardly in the locker room. At the time, I thought it was dumb because, I mean. The Girly b- fantasy owners were probably like, what? Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Then, uh, he ended up getting in there. Yeah, no, on third down, so he had faith in himself I thought it was not sketchy. to fumble. I oh, thought it was very, very sketchy. 
if Harry, I would, I thought, oh, what the hell is he doing just being cocky? But nope, he's just trying no, to get he down. Was, he was, and I, I seen him, and when he went back to the silence, I paid very close attention. They were the rant. We were on the Lions sideline, so they're on the opposite field. But he was surrounded by only coaches, not players. I'm sure they were telling him, "What are you thinking? We need to go up by two scores. You can't risk that. You need to be in the end zone." And a lot of the fans around me and my dad, we thought it was really stupid. But it doesn't matter. It was never a game. Matt Stafford once again looked yeah. awful. And you know who also looked awful? Jared Goff. He missed a ton of open passes. Yeah, they did. There was open missed passes terrible. on both sides all it was game. A, it was an awful football game. It was a terrible game to watch. It was so boring. I was bored out of my mind. Taylor Decker play was the best play. Oh, yeah. That was exciting. That seriously was. I'm so sad. It was on the opposite side because I was like corner of one end zone where the Galladay almost touched down. Another almost season. So. God, it was crazy. The kickers had the fucking better part of the game. Oh, uh, every time Prater went, I'm like, yeah, right, just rack up my fantasy, boys. <laughs> rack it up, boys. Yeah, but no, Stafford was horrible. Another two turnovers in the fourth quarter. The fumble, not so much. I mean, double uh, – Double-teamed uh, double Darnold, and he still just gets right by, right away. And then, I mean, beautiful play, sack fumble. Yeah. He leads the league in sacks. What more can you say As about that guy? Tag, Aaron Donald, and yes, he's a beast. And he, and that's who I kept a lot of my focus on while I was watching, yes. and defensive tackle. And he was, and I really do not put that on Stafford. Because he was, I mean, he did extend the play maybe a little too far, but it was two arms around his shoulders, and it's Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in the league. Like you said, leads league in sacks at oh, the defensive yeah. tackle position. Wait, did side I note. Did I say Darnold? Yeah, Darnold. Oh, well, that'd be bad. the quarterback for the Jets. No, I know. Did I at least say Aaron Darnold? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. But uh, Nindamakan Sue, it was his return too. And the first, he made like two tackles in the first series of the game. Ultimate booze. The whole stadium, like hard. It's the loudest it was the whole day. Used to the Sioux. It was Not boo. Today, no. I I made sure I listened for the distinction because I was curious where I was gonna go. All well, his comments, I don't. I think uh, fueled that. He didn't have that great of a game. I didn't watch the whole thing. But what did you think of that? Of what the Sioux stuff? Yeah, like, but did he have a good game? Oh yeah, Sue, Sue was solid. He was in on everything. He was getting double team a lot. I mean, they couldn't handle their interior. I mean, Kenny Wiggins isn't going to be able to handle uh Sue and Aaron Donald. Man, did you see Donald slam Stafford? Yes. That was nuts. I saw he was a, a few runner there. That's slams. what they're saying on the uh, com- on the commentating. They're saying that it was just he was a runner, so it was all good. Oh, it was. It was clean. My dad was bitching up a storm right next to me. Huge, huge football fan, by the way. Lions for sure. He was bitching on his tour, and then I watched, I watched replays, and we had TVs literally a foot in front of us. So it was cool. We could see the replays right in front of us, and it was definitely clean. But it was just a boring game. You know, there were the Lions took one deep shot, and it was a pass interference Galladay, which makes I it noticed that. completion. It what was is, so boring. I'll put Stafford, Dink, and Dunk. Hold shit. on. Don't put that on Stafford. That's play, play calling. Call. Yeah, I know, but still. You don't think Stafford liked to let it fly. I know he would. He would. That's yeah, we Jim don't really Bob, have dude. personnel either. No, you got no Marvin Jones. Obviously, Golden Tate. Carry on was out. At one play to uh, Galladay in the end zone. What a play by 41. Theo Riddick dropped that touchdown right at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Not the best throw, but still. Stafford I don't care. was off on a You're lot. right. You know, it, you have to, it wasn't the ball. best throw, but that's a touchdown, Sean. Yeah, it's right to. here. It, it, was, it wasn't great, but it was good enough. You're in the NFL. Make the damn play. Yeah, you have to make up for your, uh, and, for your team. But, yeah. It's just weird to think that. So I went with you to the Patriots game. I hadn't been to the Lions game in 10 years till this year, and now I've been to two in one season. So I got to see Tom Brady and the Patriots and Jared Goff and the Rams. Tom Brady and Jared Goff probably had two of their worst games like they're ever going to have. Oh, yeah. Like, seriously, I saw them both play like crap, except the Rams actually won this game. Yeah, you for more crap. thought that 
the, the dominant offense would have done more today, but the defense kind of stood on its head the first half. But Lions like, defense, yeah, Lions defense good. Snacks had a beast game. Dude. Yeah, that guy was in the it, backfield all day long. He's a good player. I'm happy we got him for another couple of years. So you know in the NFL, you can go from last to first. But I say that every year about the Lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another year of fucking disappointment. <laughs> Okay, local college football is the idea, but we have breaking news. Mike McCarthy fired after the 20-17 to 17 loss to the Arizona Cardinals. You know how bad the Arizona Cardinals are? They lost to the Arizona Cardinals. Worst team in football, technically record-wise right now. That was only their third win. Technically, the Giants won, Bills are four, and... Hey, hey, Lions before, are close. Before I touch on that, I that's a good win for the Lions. Lions need uh, Arizona to get better, so we get a yeah, higher the, pick. The Giants winning was also a good oh, win shoot. for the Lions, but that's besides I, the point. I know Mike McCarthy sad. fired. Mike McCarthy fired. Not shocked. Honestly, I wish I'd come out here and be like, oh my God, like on the last podcast, I was all excited about Cremont because that was crazy to me. This was expected. And I like how the Packers did it. Like you explained to me, they brought him in. It was unexpected. I said, hey, Mike, you're done. Why waste his time? Why waste your time? It's a profession. You you do what you move on. It was 13 season. What was his record you said? It was 185, 85, and amount two. Of ties. And two. two. Yeah. And that is a great record, but you know what? You're on the last legs of Aaron Rodgers' oh, yeah. prime, so you've got to have a winning coach. They need someone younger. Nine out of the last uh, 13 years he was with them, nine times made the playoffs, but like I said, he just he has not been up with the times. You need nope. to get someone younger. It just reminds you, and it goes back to a lot of coaches, uh, professional and college. A lot of these coaches get so stubborn because they've been so successful or so long, you know. Times change. The game isn't the same it was in 2010 and in 2018, almost 19. And McCarthy and Rodgers has voice to the media, his his grudges over McCarthy, and they try to work it out this year, and they're eliminated from the playoffs pretty much now, 4-7-1. You can't waste Aaron Rodgers. Great move by Packers. I love the way they handle it. Oh, Seriously, loved it. No doubt. After that big contract, you have to, you have to move on. If they're not getting it done, you have to move on. But let's move on. Let's move on to uh, college football. We got Michigan State playing Oregon. Oregon and uh, I'm embarrassed to say this. In the Red Box Bowl, <laughs> they're playing in the Red Box Bowl. The Red Box has you- a bowl. Yes, they just got it a couple years ago. We don't use this red box anymore. Nobody. That's why it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yes, they're in the red box bowl, and they're playing Oregon, who's got Justin Herbert, and who was I just read a report tonight who has been injured but is now cleared for the game. Hey, Oregon will probably roll Michigan State. I would have to say I can't see Michigan State even coming close to scoring enough points to keep up with them. They're just that bad. No, I think. It- I think you're wrong. The defense of Michigan State will keep them in the game. It'll be close. They always keep them in the game. It'll be what close. a waste Do of I a think great defense. Win? No, no, they will lose. But uh, what a waste of a defense! What an absolute waste of a great defense this oh, year. Oh yeah, because the defense has been really good. It's just love the nation. This, this offense, you know, we've we've touched on it in previous podcasts. Uh, pretty that much everyone is so Rutgers bad. and stuff has been like one of the only teams to score less points than them. In Kansas State, in, in, <laughs> yeah. Well, there might be more now. That was a few weeks I, ago. I but know. It's this insane. Is, it's horrible for them. I am. At. I'm excited though. I like the. 
besides all like the results of wins and losses, offense and defense, it's just like the time and where the game is at. I think it's cool. December 31st, which is New Year's Eve day, technically, at 3 p.m. in Cali. I think they got a pretty good draw, personally, with how the season went. I think they got a really good draw. Wonder who got a shitty ass draw? Uh, the Wolverines. Oh, uh, you're playing Florida, what, the third time in three months? Gosh, they play them so often. They played in the bowl game, Harbaugh's first season, and then his second season, they played in the first game of the regular season. So that's three times in four years. Yeah, no, I think. Uh... We better win, but we'll have to see who's going to sit out that You'll game. You'll smack him. No. Rashawn Gary said he's sitting out. Yeah, and so do you think you Chase Winovich might? Shea's got to play to help Shea's his draft Shea's got to play. Shea won't. But Winovich is, is different. He should shit out. Shit out. Sit out. <laughs> <laughs> he should sit out. He should shit out a win. He should sit out. <laughs> he should sit out. But he won't because he's too much of a leader, and I think he's too fiery to ever. His last, that's his last game in Michigan. He's a senior, regardless of what happens. Who else could sit out? Uh, that's pretty much it. Rashawn Gary's already out. Winovich one, could. Chase, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he's already kind of. Cleek Hudson, maybe. What about the Lavert Hill, who are juniors, probably going in the draft? We'll see. It's all a toss-up, but you knew Rashawn Gary was going to. Yeah, no doubt. I just, I hope we can pull out a W. This season has you already will. been a failure. You might as well. Hunt. You're going to be Florida well by five touchdowns. Up. You're going to be Florida by five touchdowns. That is a terrible team. That is a blowout that's for a Michigan. Michigan is going to blow out Florida. Score prediction this early? I'll give it to you. 40 to 10, Michigan. You heard it here first. 40 to 10. And it may not be a score, but it'll be somewhere along those lines. They will absolutely break them. They will suffocate that offense. They don't even have an offense. At least Michigan is somewhat of an offense. McLewain left. McElwain is now, oh my God, breaking news again. Yeah, Central or Head Western? coach of Central. C- Central, okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, he, why not? That's he was a head coach of Florida three seasons ago. Yeah, well. He hasn't lived up to the standards. Well, good now for Central. Yeah. That's a good hire for yes, Central. Yes, it is. No doubt. That's a real good hire. Now maybe we can... Uh, He'll be able to get some better recruits. There's no doubt about that. Wolverines can now uh, hire someone to be a dominant offensive coordinator. Like, we don't even have one. It's really Pep Hamilton does it, but it's really Harbaugh and he's Hamilton. Like, he's like an assistant. He's like an assistant to Harbaugh, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. He's like Harbaugh's assistant offensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, not like a dominant offensive coordinator. We need someone to come in and take control of that offense. Jim just needs... Jim has so much to worry about being the head coach. Situational, this. What What are we going to run offense, defense, like just formations and stuff? He can't be worrying about calling every play. He's got to be worried about so much more. He needs to get a full-time offensive coordinator. He can still manage him, but he's got to call most of the plays. And then in key situations, yes, Harbaugh should have an input. Always. Every head coach should. Well, yeah, they should always have the final say. But, I mean, he's got to get someone that he can have trust in. I mean, we're spending all this money on should coaches. Should have grabbed Chris Kingberry. Yeah, he's gone, though. Good, good job, USC. Great hire. And, by the way, another – yeah, great hire by USC. They're going to be awesome. They have so many good athletes. He's going to be perfect for that offense. And another thing, Utah State's head coach, who everyone made fun of Michigan State barely beating them, yes, they did that good this season that he's automatically the head coach at Texas Tech now, just like that, But even before the bowl games. Hey, everyone made fun of Utah State. Jordan loves an NFL quarterback. They got some players there. They lost to Boise in their uh, Mountain West Championship game, I know. That's getting a little geeky, though. That's a little geeky. A little geeky, so let's uh, get into all the playoff games. The results are in, and we got a couple exciting matchups. And you are not the father. Yes, no, yeah, no shit. Thanks, Maury. You are not the father. 
<laughs> but, but the results are in and I'm happy with it. They left Georgia out. They left Ohio State in, out and they put Oklahoma in to face Alabama and then Notre Dame and Clemson. Your thoughts? I thought it was pretty uh I thought it was pretty easy. I, I mean, I think everyone and their mother knew that those were going to end up being the top thought four. Thought it was easy to put Oklahoma in over Ohio? Yeah, because they already did the week Ohio before. Ohio State, sorry. I know you think that's confusing. They they already had put Oklahoma in over Ohio State before. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I expected. And it's going to be fun to see Oklahoma versus Bama, but I just don't think... It just Oklahoma hasn't faced a defense quite like Bama. They'll score on anybody. Trust me, they'll score on Bama, but they won't score enough. Clemson, Notre Dame, I think that's going to be the real nail-biter of the first two games. That's going to be a good game. Trevor Lawrence, true freshman. Hey, he's been phenomenal. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But playoff time, true freshman. This kid's like 19 years old. He hasn't, he hasn't encountered anything like this thus far. And Book will be fully healthy, yep. so that'll be a huge factor. That's always huge. You get a whole month. Ahead of uh, diving into those games, where did UCF end up? Because I've been UCF talking... UCF is playing LSU. But where, where did they end up in the rankings? Because I've been talking a lot of crap about them, and that was a huge... Like, they faced adversity for the first time all season. They were down pretty big. They came back and, and still emphatic, won by, like, by double digits. Yeah, double digits still. Yeah. Hey, so how, how with the backup quarterback? Where did they end up in the rankings? Number eight. Number eight. They only oh, wow. They didn't move up at all. No. It, Michigan ended up being seven. That's Georgia stupid. six. Michigan seven's playing number ten. Florida. Yeah, I think UCF should have hopped Michigan. I eh, I don't know. With that win, but oh well. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. Doesn't There's matter. not yeah. The top four is what matters. Are you happy with playing Michigan versus Florida again? No, I just think that kind of. Man. We already talked about it. It's whatever. The, the game doesn't matter. I know. Matter. I don't give a I mean, shit the about the game. Uh, I, I'm what happy I care about... about. What I care about is Alabama and wow. Kyler props Murray. to this man, Hurts. Hurts comes out. He's been sitting all year. He gets replaced. And he comes out and it, they were 0 for whatever on third downs. They come in there 5 for 5 with Hurts. He changed the dynamic of that game. And he looked great. It's like almost like a replica of the national championship game last year where Hurts came out. Yeah, or excuse me, replica. Well, replica technically because he came in at the end. I was so I'm, and that is the face of adversity. Like you said, Tua comes. You went twenty-seven and two. Tua is so good. He takes your spot. Sprains his ankle in the, in the fourth quarter. Tua hasn't played. Tua only threw three passes in the fourth quarter this entire season. And then the only meaningful fourth quarter he has, he gets injured. It's just so ironic. And then Jalen Hurts decides to come in in the face of everything. Everything. Everything stacked up against him with a great Georgia defense. And he comes in and does that. What salvation for him. He's just like, oh, I'm, I'm happy for him. Saban praised him after the game, but I know behind closed doors, he's like, damn it, is Tua healthy? Right. Well, who do you – I mean, you start Tua easily. Yeah, and then, uh, I mean, he's on another level. No doubt. That gives you the best chance to win. But kudos to Jalen Hurts. Kudos to Jalen Hurts, seriously. What a teammate. Seriously. And, and that is so cheesy and horny to say, but it is. what He seriously is. That is the epitome of a good teammate. Most guys would transfer in that kind of uh, – He still will after this season, but at least he'll have – at least he'll, have he'll probably have another national championship ring. I'm so proud of him. Seriously, I really love Jalen Hurts, and but I understand, yeah, it's definitely Tua. And Jalen Hurts is cool. I love watching Jalen. He's so electric, running the ball too, and 
he came up and he stepped up and he's obviously proven, hey, when I transfer after this season, I can lead a team to a national championship hope. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Oklahoma have a chance? To beat Bama? Yeah. No. Absolutely not. They will. I'm sure it'll be a game for a little bit, but they have faced a defense like that. And Bama, it's not like Bama has, like, not a good offense. Bama's offense is nasty. Najee Harris, Jerry Judy, they're just nasty. Oh, that's nasty. And, no, I don't see Oklahoma even having a chance. I think Oklahoma hang tough for a half, and Alabama will pull away probably by between somewhere 10 and 14. So you uh, think another Alabama-Clemson rematch, or... Oh, see, I don't know about that. Or Notre Dame have a chance to pull it off. I'll say... see them last week because they get the freebie, but... Yeah, they did get a freebie. And I see what I think. Alabama, I think for sure, that's a lock win. I do not know between Clemson and Notre Dame. I think that is going to be a freaking nail-biting game. Seriously. I don't think Notre Dame has quite the athletes Clemson does, but they have so much more experience. And that, in games like this, that is very, it's very key. Very key. And coaching could be huge. Duh! Coaching as well. Kelly, I mean, my man, he needs to have a big W here. It's not like it he doesn't another, have experience, though. Oh, no. He's got to make it to another national championship and have another chance at Alabama. He's going to have a good shot. I think Notre Dame has a good chance to beat Clemson. I think Cle- if you put a gun in my head and said who's going to win, I'll go Clemson all day. All day. But I could definitely see Notre Dame pulling out. I could easily imagine an Alabama-Notre Dame championship. And I could easily imagine another rematch with Alabama and Clemson from a couple of years ago. All right, uh, before we end the segment, Ohio State, another a close game throughout the first half, but this this man, Urban Meyer, that just makes, adjustment, makes adjustments over halftime, comes out and blows out the teams, you know, with Michigan and now Northwestern in the second half. That game was like a three-point game going into in the third quarter. And the third quarter, yeah, and then they just pulled away. That's pretty much exactly what I thought was going to happen. I'm not surprised. Uncle Urban, I don't know what he sprinkles in his Gatorade at halftime. <laughs> uh, uh, through all this controversy. It's the, uh, it's the Space Jam water. Didn't you forget something? What? Exactly. It's like, oh, this is Michael's water. No, it's Urban's water. It's Urban's water. And then he just gives it to Dwayne Haskins. He's like, here, take this secret potion. And then Dwayne Haskins throws 44 touchdowns in a season. FBS record. It's insane. And I'm so happy. Uncle Urban, through all the controversy, I really do like Urban Meyer. I think he's a scumbag. But as a football coach, I think he's fiery and awesome. And I, I have respect for greatness. And guess what? He's got Jim Harbaugh's asshole turned upside down every single season. And he's got the Big Ten's asshole turned upside down every single season. Yeah, guess he drops what? Drops one game a year, but he shows up. Always drop one a year. Didn't make didn't make the playoff because that loss was so bad. I mean, but oh well, I mean they'll take it 12, 12 wins. And they'll beat again. Washington 12 too. Wins again under Urban Meyer. They're gonna get thirteen. Oh yeah. They're gonna beat Washington. I promise you, they're gonna beat Washington. I guarantee that. That'll be another fun game to watch. That one almost. Yeah. That one's more. That's exciting. a good one. Yeah, that one's probably the Honest- third best game behind the playoff games. Yeah, it probably is. I would agree with that definitely. Because Washington's got some experience too. No, this segment was recorded before the Red Wings got shut out by the Colorado Avalanche, before Anthony Mantha got injured for four to six weeks, and before the blowout loss at the Pistons' head to OKC. Hey, Detroit, have you been dreaming of playoff runs in a brand new 
April in the D could be a thing again. You got the Pistons, who just beat the Warriors, doing great. Red Wings on a roll, two points out of a wild card spot in the NHL after starting 0 7, which yeah. is just beyond me how they got back to, you know, par Relevancy. over 500. <laughs> yeah, it, and they just beat Boston, who's one of the top teams in the East. After an almost brawl, what could have been a goalie fight, that would have been amazing. Those are the best. <laughs> oh, my, the referees, fuck you guys. <laughs> but, <laughs> shocking upset, Pistons over the Warriors. A dominant win, too. And it's funny, because the Bruins, like you said, are one of the best teams in the NHL. So the Rings beat the Bruins on the same night the Pistons beat the Warriors. Two of the best teams, not the Detroit teams, the other teams. And the Pistons controlled that thing from start to finish. They are now 12-7, and seven, four seed in the East. They're healthy, and this Eastern Conference looks like uh, they could have a chance. Will they ever make it to the Eastern Conference Finals or even NBA Finals? No. Will the Red Wings? No. But... It's reason for optimism, especially since the Wings' young players are doing good, right? Aren't they oh, carrying the load? Oh, you got Larkin, who is having... Just got a nice contract. Nice contract. He's wearing the A. I think this is his tryout year to winning the captaincy of the team because he's splitting the A with Franz Nielsen right now. So they right don't now. have a singular captain, do they? No. you. No split. one has a C on the jersey at Larkin all. wears it at home. Franz Nielsen wears the A at uh, on the away games. Oh, but no, there's not, there's not a... Uh, Definitive captain, mm -hmm. but Larkin, he was an all-star in his rookie year. And now this year, he's going to be an all-star again. He leads our team in points. Bertuzzi, another youngster who's on pace to have a 20-goal season, which is incredible. No one would have ever thought that at the beginning of the year. What position does he play? He's a, he's a winger, right winger, I think. Mm -hmm. He could be left winger, who knows. But uh, it's it's incredible to me what, how young they are. And, the, and Zadina's not even up yet. No. So, how long does Ken Holland have? Are they going to extend it? He signed that two-year contract. This is the first year of the two-year. Do you think he gets beyond that? Wow. Which will be after next year? Uh, Depends how the young players I pan want, out, Panda, right? I want him to be gone after this year. He's out, He's made some good moves of late. I mean, the, tr at the Zadina trade... Zadina was beautiful, right? Zadina was a great pickup. He he felled us. Uh, I think we were six. He felled us at six. And Holland, he's made great Trades at the trade deadline last year, getting rid of Vanek and getting rid of uh, Mrazek. Well, Vanek might have been two years ago. But either Yeah, regardless. The last last couple of years, he's made some really good moves. But I, I think Stevie Wise in our, in our, in our sights. sights. Yeah, I, have, I, I would love to see the captain come back to Detroit and manage Stevie, this come team. Home. And you got some young talent there like you referred to. And then it's just like a total opposite thing with the Pistons because like this is a bunch of young talent, Red Wings up and coming, right? The Pistons are like veteran base, like they have to win now. And do I agree with it? No, I don't like the direction they're going because they can't win enough to really win like something significant, but they're too good to ever lose enough to get something significant in the draft. So all I can do, guys, and if you're a Pistons fan, you just have to root for them to win. That's the organization. Unfortunately, we don't make the moves. We don't make the decisions. 
Root for them to win. They're playing well right now. Dwayne Casey has definitely made a difference. There's oh, yeah. no doubt. They play a lot different style now. I like it so much better. It really makes you realize how much better he is than Stan Van Gundy. And I love that. And I don't care. I know Coach of the Year, blah, blah, blah. I know maybe those awards don't mean so much to everybody. But, you guys, he's a solid coach. He's a veteran coach with a veteran team. It fits perfectly. It really does. Don't you think so? Oh, yeah. And right now... You got Luke Griffin in his prime, Drummond in his prime. Oh, yeah. And losing right now isn't going to do much for us. Our future is shot. It's shot no matter what. Yeah. So that's so why like, I'm saying root, just root yeah, to win. Yeah, just root to win. And, and I don't agree with it. And I want to make that dead clear. I don't like where they're at. I don't like it at all. But, but I'm a fan. I don't have a cho- What else am I supposed to do? It's our only choice right now because Literally. we're not going anywhere. That being said... Who's next? Who's first? Who's first to win a playoff series? The Detroit Red Wings or the Detroit Pistons? To win a series first. <laughs> That's a really good question. God, this yeah, is going to sound... two completely different paths. They're taking take, a complete different I'll take, road. Uh, the I'll take Red Wings. Definitely, I'll take Red Wings. And talent-wise, Pistons are surpassed. I'm just because they have veterans and such. But I know uh, puck luck, and I know how hockey works. Anyone can beat anyone. It's not really like that in basketball. The more talent always wins. You don't get lucky anything. So I'll take the Red Wings all day. Would I love to see the Pistons this year? Yeah, but I don't have faith in that. I really don't. You don't think they have a chance to win a playoff series this year? If they if A they chance get is well, a different question. Well, they're going to get in the playoffs. I mean, you're, if you're they don't, it's seed. a freaking catastrophe. Yeah, no, we're fourth, we're fourth Well, barring injuries, of course. Yeah, we're going to make the playoffs, barring injuries. And, but so no chance to win anyone, even if we get home home court advantage. So the highest they could ever get would be the four seed because yep. they could never get to three. So you'd play right someone currently behind yeah. them, but that's bet- probably not going to last. No, it won't last. Trust me, he will not last. They're the most talented uh, Barring team injury for Boston. Of course. I don't see them because they play someone like Indiana, and that's even just saying they would barely beat them out. They play someone like Indiana or maybe Milwaukee because I'm sure they're well, they going to fall. They five seed. They'd probably, they'd probably play Boston. If, no, if Boston's going to come back, dude. They no, have the I know. most talented team in the so conference. So who is the team that you think would be outside of the top four? If, if... Indiana. Oh, they're ahead of us right now? They're three seed, but the, oh, I think okay. the, I the, that's that. the team okay. we battle with. Right. See, I'm counting Boston automatically in because I know by the end of the season right, they so will thinking, be in. I'm thinking, thinking future. Boston's I'm thinking the end of the season. And Indiana. Absolutely. And then Indiana will be what? the number five. That's if, what I'm hoping. Best case scenario best case. for P- Pistons. I think the Pistons are going to probably end up with a six seed, and they're going to play someone like Milwaukee or, God, I hope not Toronto or Boston, but you could play someone like Philly. Remember, Philly just got Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you got Philly, you got Boston, you got Toronto. There's three great teams. Then you got uh, Indiana, you got Milwaukee. So there's five that I already yeah, think are Giannis. better teams than the Pistons. That's five teams right there I think are better than the Pistons. So I get Pistons six, and that's where I put them. That's exactly – and who who are they going to play in three seed? I would have no idea. Who even knows if they'll even get the damn eight seed? Yeah, they're probably not going to win it. I think the Wings will be the next one to win a playoff series as well. I think their best-case scenario is just winning a wild card because they're two points out of a wild card, but like ten points out of the division. And their division is stacked with Tampa Bay, Boston, Buffalo, and then – Fuck, I just wait till Toronto. Toronto now is just going nuts now. Stevie Y, we need you back, dog. He's gonna get it done this year with Tampa Bay, and they come back. You're hearing it from Buckle, from Buck, from Buck Love and Chill. Stevie Y, I need you to come back, dog. For real, we all do. 
Hey, tell them where to follow us at. Hey, Stevie Y, if you're here. Um, if you're listening to this, and I really appreciate if you were, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Buck and Chill. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Pod and SoundCloud, Buckle Up and Chill. And do not forget, I don't know if you have an Android TV, but if you do, then you, I got I got you on Google Play, Buckle Up and Chill. Thank you very much. Gretzky had it, lost it, Eisenman picks it up. Eisenman moving, blue line chance, ah!